welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and relationships. And we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. So, do you ever wish you can take control of your own intimate health? with your own personal coach and a program customized just for you? Well, you're going to love this new app from BWOM, which empowers women to do just that. On today's show, we're going to find out how you can have an intimate health coach on your mobile phone. And to lead this discussion, we're so excited to introduce our guest, Estrella Jaramillo. Estrella is a woman's health and gender equality advocate, who's currently changing self-care for women as BWOM's co-founder and head of the U.S. Marketplace. So, Estrella, welcome so much to The Sexy Lifestyle. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day for being here, and I'm so looking forward to our discussion today. Hi, Carol and David. How are you? Thank you so much for having me here. I'm very excited um, to have this conversation with you. Excited being the magic word. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So, let's start about talking about the app that you've produced called BWOM. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, we created BWOM because we saw a big gap in the market and a lot of intimate and sexual health needs that were not being properly addressed and covered by the current healthcare system. We saw that some of the pelvic floor training devices were being sold exclusively as sex shops and there were maybe women closer to menopause that did not feel comfortable going there or did not even know that they were offered there. Uh, On the other hand, we saw how women were, you know, after birth, just suffering all these problems in silence and not getting any solutions for them or just even being told that those are the things that happen as you grow older or when you have babies. And we said, this doesn't have to be like this and women should know that there are solutions that they can access in order to feel good about their intimate health and address the symptoms that they're experiencing. So the app is called BWOM and uh, Absolutely, BWOM. people can get it on um, the Play Store and iTunes, I guess, right? Let's just spell it B-W-O-M, easy. B-W-O-M, yes. very easy. <laughs> Got it's it. available on both um, the um, Android, Android and, and Apple, Apple uh, stores where you get your apps. So um, let's Correct. just talk a little bit about what exactly BWOM does and how it helps people with the issues that they have. So when you get to the app store and download it, you first have to take a test so that we can learn more about your lifestyle choices, about your demographic, you know, age range, whether you've had babies or not, whether it was a vaginal birth or a C-section. And then after that, we include scientifically validated symptom tests to assess whether there are some existing dysfunctions already. With all of this information, we first give women 
an overview of their health and where they stand on the different symptom segments compared to other people in their demographics. So that first of all, they know that they're not the only one. And secondly, they learn which areas they need to focus on and improve. And how After long, this, how we offer it, them... Sorry, I'm sorry uh-huh. to interrupt. I was going to say, how long does it take to do that test? It's less than 10 minutes. It's really quick. It's very interactive. You talk to the avatar, which is the digital coach Mm -hmm. that interacts with you. So tech based and it's pretty entertaining and you learn a lot about yourself and about your body. And after this, then you can access a personalized selection of care plans uh, addressing the issues or the, the needs that you might have. So plans range from improve your incontinence or avoid urine leaks or improve your sexual experience, manage your pelvic pain. So there's many different things that we offer them depending on what their needs are. And each plan is a four-week plan that includes guided pelvic floor exercises, hypopressive techniques, breath work, postural recommendations, daily habits, curiosities, educational content. So every day, just by spending five to 10 minutes in the app, you're going to have different types of content that you can apply to your life right away. And then you can go to the tracking tool and actually keep track of how your symptoms are improving. Now, as a co-founder of BWOM, who else was involved in the process? Um, uh, Who are the other people involved? Um, Are there medical doctors? And and how did you validate that all these tests are actually going to give women the um, right um, path to follow to resolve their issues? Absolutely. So my co-founders are all in Barcelona for now. We first started the company in Spain, then we sent it to Latin America and then to North America. Uh, So the app is also available in Spanish and English, which I think is really important to also include other communities here who prefer to speak in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And um, we have in our team uh, product, we have business, we have marketing, and we have a head of health who supervises all the contents that go into the app. The the contents are designed by different experts depending on the um, area. Mostly physical therapists specialize in women's health, pelvic floor, and core restoration, but we also have sexual wellness experts. We have OBGYNs, and our head of health supervises that all the contents are uh, correct and supervises that all the specialists, their backgrounds are validated, and they all work collaboratively. Sounds like a pretty big team. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. A pretty smart team. And I'm sure something that everybody who doesn't know it's available can actually use it, uh, whether you have a problem or you don't have a problem. Is that correct? Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that we try to emphasize a lot is don't wait till you have a serious problem to start. And I think this happens with all areas of health. You know, we tend to just be reactive about it. And and once we have a big problem, we're like, oh, my God, now I need to address it. But if we all like had this awareness to really prevent and start caring about these issues and informing ourselves about these issues earlier on, we would be able to right away spot those first early symptoms and take action. So we have a lot of users who don't have any 
major symptoms already, but they want to enhance their sexual experience. They want to see how Kegel exercises or breath work can help them have a better, uh, more intense uh, orgasm. And so we, we also work with women who are, are not experiencing any sort of dysfunction, but obviously I'd say 70% of the women that we work with have already had some sort of intimate health problem and want to address it. This- Ahead, so Carol. when when you're you're marketing efforts and getting the word out that this product is available for people to download and use and and, and uh, you know be in control of their health, what kind of keywords and and who are you targeting for this marketing effort that you're doing? Well, you know, actually, the sex plan, the improve or enhance your sex life plan, was one of the biggest marketing hooks we ever. Um, had as we found out <laughs> after doing marketing for some months and even people that had had some symptoms they were just very attracted to the A get an evaluation of your health that was the first thing that really attracted them and two you can improve your sexual experience if you follow our recommendations so that was that was the biggest hook even for the people that had already experienced uh, some symptoms and then sometimes we also communicate about the experience of postpartum. So we also had some marketing communications specifically addressing the segment of women who are about to give birth or postpartum or mothers who, you know, this is a very delicate time where everything that we do, all the um, recommendations we give and the symptoms that we treat are, are kind of like happening in the is a very confusing time and having guidance and having a tool that you can go to every day when you're noticing something that, used to not happen and you don't know whether it's wrong or not i think that that's that 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 has been some of the things that we really have gotten a lot of great feedback for wonderful for sure so let me just back up a second how did you guys come up with the, this idea and was it one of you two of you and what was the motivating factor to come up with this app that seems like it's it's everybody should be on this because everybody wants to do a checkup of their personal health and find out if they need to be working on something to make it better so it was actually my co-founder Veronica who first ideated creating a pelvic floor app, right? So back then we were very, very focused only on the pelvic floor training. And then as we, the rest of us joined the project and we were analyzing the market and we were thinking about ex- expanding internationally, we realized that there was a much bigger gap that we anticipated. It was not just about physical therapy for pelvic floor. It was about educating women about what are the symptoms of endometriosis? How can they manage them? What happens when I'm starting to get closer to the menopause age and what do I need to be thinking about? What are the aspects of my sexual life that I might not be aware of? So we, it was like our brains exploded. We realized there was a much bigger gap and we really wanted to create a platform where women could go to and find the information they needed in a personalized way at every different stage of their lives. Well, that seems like it's very expandable. So for all the different information you have there now, and as new and more information and more details come with all all the information that's out there on women's health, you can just keep adding more and more information. And I guess more techniques that could help women in all different aspects of intimate health. Absolutely. It's an ever-expanding product. We keep working. We're now actually working on the breast cancer prevention contents that are going to be available uh, come fall in October. Wow. So it keeps growing. Mm -hmm. So is this product considered a health uh, app or a sex app? It's actually both. So it's health tech and sex tech. We obviously look at intimate health. That's how we kind of like 
that's the term we use as an umbrella term. We uh, don't check your blood pressure. We don't right. help you if you have a cold. Yeah. We help you with all those female health issues that impact your imp- your intimate experience and your sexual experience. And because they're so connected, we kind of like say on both sides. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That sounds great. Um, and so the next step regarding breast cancer, if it's coming up, why don't you give us a few details on that one? Yes. So we actually launched a crowdfunding campaign to get people more engaged into that and really find out what the perception of the market would be. And people were pretty excited about it. The truth is that we are seeing more and more cases of cancer happen earlier on. And yet the protocols that we have under the current healthcare system don't provide us with opportunities to start checking for potential signs earlier on or early enough. And so what we want to do is create a habit. We want to, which is, you know, it's a habit change. Sure. It's very complicated, but we want to have a function in, in the app where you're going to get an alert every month, depending on your cycle, because depending on yeah, um, the moment when it's the most appropriate time to do your breast off exam depends on your cycle. So it's right after you finish your period. And so we will get an alert every month in the appropriate time. And then a step-by-step guide with how they should perform it, what they should be looking for, what what it feels like, and, and, and guiding them through the entire process. So it's not just teaching them how, it's actually reminding them because with all of this habit-based things we just tend to sometimes you know forget about yeah. it or i'll do it tomorrow and then oops it's too late so you know we we're designing the app for the busy woman the woman that has 10 million priorities and so we want to take very little time out of their busy days but at the same time have crucial impact in their health well, that sounds absolutely, absolutely amazing. So tell us, uh, do you have any fun stories of people who've tried it and had these amazing experiences or people who found <laughs> things that um, you weren't expecting them to find? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes, there's there's always a lot of fun stories. I always like, you know, one of my favorite things is when we get feedback, like personal private emails from our users, things that maybe they would not post on, on our social media, but then we get the customer care email saying, hey, you know, I had been experiencing pain ever since I had my second baby, and now I started doing the exercises, and I just started getting more comfortable with my sexuality, and now I'm having a great sex, sex life again. Thank you so much. Or people, we, we have a lot of women that, you know, tell us, Particularly, I've been experiencing A, B, or C, whether incontinence, uh, chronic pelvic pain, or sexual pain for X amount of years, and nobody ever gave me a solution, and now I know what to do. And that just breaks my heart, because a lot of these things that we help women with, they just go undiagnosed and unaddressed for years. And, you know, there's more and more research coming out of that, thankfully, and I think that the whole healthcare community needs to really take them seriously. So I think that we're, and and then also, I remember one time a woman that was probably closer to the, um, to to her 50s also explaining how she had never like really taken her sexuality that seriously. And now through the exploration and learning about her body, she felt completely different and, and more empowered to maybe do things that she had never done before. So, you know, we always get those feedbacks that are either sweet or sassy. And it's it's the most beautiful thing of having this approach is just seeing how you can impact people's eyes for the better. I love the concept because we always talk so much about women 
and the need for them to learn about self-pleasuring themselves and how to have an orgasm mm-hmm. and, and how to do all those good things to make them feel better sexually, your BWOM application is such a great tool to remind women to take care of their health and uh, and you have a, an app that tells them if something's not right and then how to correct it and then they can move on and have that great sexual experience and like you said you know everybody is so busy um, there's so much brain traffic that goes on and brain traffic is one of <laughs> is one of the worst things to have a bad sex life uh, next to sleep and here you're giving people almost a schedule do this now fix this then check this you know in two weeks and then you know if something else needs to be done well as you keep putting in your data we'll keep analyzing what you're doing and you know even if you could fix 50 percent of the issues out there without medical intervention we're all going to win yeah absolutely and the whole point of the app is to try to address things as they arise when they're still early on obviously when we detect through the app that there's already pretty serious symptoms um there's a recommendation to go see a doctor. And in fact, we have an, an ambassador platform in our website. Um, we don't connect doctors with patients at all, but there is an ambassador platform where we give visibility to some of the specialists that we work with or many of them. And so if you happen to be in one of the areas where one of those specialists are, you can reach out to them directly or ask for a recommendation. And there's definitely a moment. Here's the thing, with all of this sexual and intimate health issues because they go unaddressed for so long. They end up turning into something very serious and it ends up, it leads up to a surgery or a chronic problem. Our goal is to address them when they are rising and prevent that because once we're past a certain line, we can't help anymore. That That's when you really need uh, medical assistance. So the sooner the better and the more awareness we have about our intimate health and, and, and what is right and what feels off and the more knowledge we have to be able to advocate for ourselves as women when we go to the doctor and say, listen, there's definitely something that's off. It's not me being emotional or crazy because this happened. A lot of women get sent back home and say, well, you had a baby recently, you know, these things happen. No, let's look into it because... I'm still a woman and I still deserve to have a sex life and to have my intimate sexual health concerns addressed. (laughs) Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. All right, Estrella. Just hang on a second. We're going to remind everybody this is the sexy lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And, t- and today <laughs> we're chatting with Estrella Aramillo, co founder of VWOM, a digital coach for women's health. And after this short break, we're going to continue our discussion about women's health. So, stay tuned. And we'll be right back after this. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. 
are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David, and we're chatting with Estrella Jaramillo, co-founder of BWOM, the digital coach for women's health. Now, these days, we're putting more and more emphasis on women's health issues. However, there's still so many issues that are not addressed by medical doctors, and they're considered trivial and not included in the budgets for medical care. So BWOM gives women a chance to be in charge of their own health. So, Estrella, what are the implications for women when they can actually take control of their own bodies? Um, there's many, but let's just start by mentioning that obviously once you understand your sexual health and your body, your level of confidence goes up incredibly. Um, I think that a lot of the these issues are very delicate. They come with a lot of emotional consequences. It, it, it impacts your relationships, not just your relationship to yourself, but also with your partner. And so um, I think that the most immediate win is definitely knowing that you're in control to a certain extent, that you understand your body and your symptoms, and that therefore you can be confident that you're going to take action. Um, Also, I think that once you take control of your intimate health, obviously you start feeling sexier. I think that... Yes, once you know, and, and it's just activating your pelvic floor, performing exercises, it kind of like activates parts of your brain too that set you up more for having a pleasurable experience that if we're all rigid and locked and, and don't, don't, don't experience those, those moments of intimacy for ourselves. And I love the idea that we're actually doing something good for ourselves. And when you feel empowered mm-hmm. to do something that's positive, you have this overall positive feeling after all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It changes your your entire mindset. Yes, absolutely. So usually it's about five to 10 minutes a day is what you're recommending mm-hmm. that the, the ladies should go on to the app and do the program. And there's a lot of benefits in that few five to 10 minutes. So let's start going over what those benefits are. For example, mm-hmm. to control urine leaks. Let's see. Let's talk mm-hmm. about that. Sometimes that happens after babies. Sometimes it happens during menopause. It's, it's not normal and it can be prevented, correct? Exactly. So, and even before you have a baby, one of the things that we're also trying to raise awareness about is the fact that female athletes or just frequent runners, uh, women that do impact sports, impact sports have a very strong effect on your pelvic floor. And if continues sustained over time and you don't um, do any exercises for your pelvic floor to tone the area and manage it and counteract the effect of the impact, it will at some point inevitably lead to some leaks. Um, I remember it was in the last Olympic Games that there was a little bit of buzz around it because some photographers capture some of the female athletes leaking as they were doing some jumps or some big acrobatic uh, movements. And then people started for the first time really addressing the issue. And it's very common, women runners, if they don't have a very strong awareness of the pelvic floor and work on it, they might experience incontinence. So that's one myth. It's not something that just happens during postpartum. It's something that can happen to anyone. And there's three different types of incontinence, and there's ways to address them. So understanding that 
even though it is a common thing, it is not, or it does not have to become your new normal. It's very important. It's, I see the symptom, I understand where it comes from, and this is what I can do to uh, correct it. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that it's not life-threatening, it's not really bothersome, you just put a mini mm-hmm. pad and you're fine, and you don't want to make a big mm-hmm. deal of it, especially some women are embarrassed to talk to their doctor even yes. about it. Um, so the mm-hmm. fact that those small thing, which can actually change your life, where you don't have to worry if you're going to be running across the street or sneezing in public or whatever it might be, sure. that it actually can change your life and free you up from that worry. Do you have those issues? Huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. I have those issues too. <laughs> I need to download your app and start going through the program david's laughing yeah, but at you me said it, <laughs> you said it really well that's exactly what we you know what we talk about it's like it's not like threatening but why do women have the need of being worried if they're gonna sneeze or if they're gonna go to a comedy show because if they laugh too hard they're gonna exactly. lose some yuri like why that's not a way to live it shouldn't be like that <laughs> or go to the gym where they're trying to be healthier yeah so what- yeah lift weights and you're like oh, oh my god yeah. One of the things I'd like to do before we move on is just explain what is the pelvic floor muscle. Some people don't really understand what that is. And I've also heard them called the P- PC muscles. Is that correct? The pelvic floor is a, a muscle structure shaped as a net or as a dome, as some people explain. And it goes from your uh, coccyx in the back to your pubic bone. Um, it basically their main functions is to open and close earring when you go to the bathroom, when you're having sex. It is also one of their main functions to enhance the sexual experience. It has a very important role in uh, the, the sexual experience for women. And it's also in charge of holding your organs together, your bladder, your uh, bowel. And so when there's a dysfunction, all of those different parts of the picture start having minor disadjustments. It's important also to know that the pelvic floor does not work in isolation. The pelvic floor is connected to your abdominal wall, to, to your abdominals and to your back muscles. So everything is connected and the fascia is connected. And so when there's a dysfunction on one side, it affects the other, which is why particularly with uh after birth recovery, we emphasize a lot, if you don't train your abdominals too, your abdominals help keep the organs up and therefore there's less pressure on the pelvic floor. Everything is connected. You need movement, you need lengthening exercises, you need, you know, there's a broad range of things that need to, that need to happen and not just focus only on the cable movement, which is the most, I think, well-known, yeah. right, uh, mm-hmm. to the public, but actually thinking about it all as a network. Mm-hmm. of different pieces that work in conjunction with each other. So that whole structure needs to be strong enough to hold up the organs, mm-hmm. to stop the pressure uh, on the bladder when it's not necessary, and to control the opening and closing of the bladder, and to be strong enough to help you with good sexual expression and feeling. Absolutely. Perfect. So that structure, which uh, can be exercised because it is a muscle, and that's what your program takes care of, right? It tells you how to flex and contract that muscle to strengthen it and make it stronger so that it does not do all those uh, things we just mentioned. Yeah, so we focus on toning all the muscles in the pelvic floor and in the core area. We focus also on lengthening. Another big myth out there is that if you have some sort of pelvic floor dysfunction, the fix it all. 
for everyone. And there's many cases where there's hypertonification of the pelvic area. And in those cases, Kegel might not be the best thing to do. So there's lengthening exercises, breath work, there's relaxation exercises. A lot of women have painful sex because they are hypercontracted and they're not aware of it. They're not aware until they see a specialist and they, by touching, can understand that there's a muscle that it's contracted. The way that for for me, for instance, I channel tension in my right shoulder. Mm -hmm. So my right shoulder, I need to be very mindful because I always have it contracted and that only makes it worse. So some people channel their tension down there. Mm -hmm. And so understanding when certain exercises are good and when there's other type of things that need to be done is super important, which is why we run that test. Um, And even though we can do an in-depth analysis like a specialist can do, we can pretty much identify if there's a strong uh, dysfunction there and and allow women to to learn about what they can do instead of focusing on doing kegels. So so sorry, but uh, so that really means that the survey that you do when you first open your app is can identify that kind of issue as well. It can help them identify why the symptoms that they're having are happening and and whether they are doing the right thing or not. (laughs) How does it help women? Now, you know, we're talking about women who have issues with, you know, um, incontinence. How does it help women pre and post pregnancy? Particularly post pregnancy, there are so much, there's so much to tackle there, right? There's, if you think about it, so Pre-pregnancy, we help women already with understanding the different parts of their body that they're going to have to really focus on after the baby's there and even already, you know, perform some relaxation exercises, opening of the hips. We have some contents on the perineal massage that helps when the, it's, it's time to give birth to kind of like get used to those burning sensations and the sensation of pressure in the perineum and kind of like gain elasticity. But particularly after the baby's there, if you think about it, the protocols now are that once you're discharged, considering that you were in the hospital, Mm -hmm. some people don't give birth Mm -hmm. in a hospital, once you're discharged, the next thing, besides seeing a lactation consultant, for those that can afford it, is a six-week visit to the gynecologist. So for six weeks, the woman who is now left with a new life in her arms that she needs to sustain and a completely changed body that has gone major through major trauma doesn't know what to do. She's experiencing a lot of symptoms, doesn't know whether they're normal or not, particularly for first-time mothers. We now don't usually or don't always live close to our mothers or don't even talk about these issues. You don't know who to talk to. And... They, they just don't have anywhere to go for information or for knowing whether, you know, they need to do something about some symptoms or not. So I think that post-pregnancy, the biggest value that we add is that we have a plan after the quarantine where women know where they need to start doing depending on where they stand and can start taking care of their bodies and go beyond the regular checkups because, for us, what would be ideal is that it is covered by your insurance that after you give birth, you go to a physical therapist to restore your core and your pelvic floor. And that should be the norm because we're just expected, women have so much pressure to just magically bounce back yeah. and magically go back to having an amazing sex life. Like yeah. your body just went through an amazing transformation. Yeah. We need to set up, you know, mechanisms and protocols so that 
we can set our bodies up for success. Yeah, absolutely. And we don't even realize that that's a possibility or even a solution. And exactly. until we talk to people like you who have the solution for us, so it's, so it's great that we're out here letting people know that there's help out there because we we all want to get back to our sexual being. We don't want to just be moms after the baby comes out. We know exactly. that's a goal that we have to work towards. And all the dads out there also want that goal to happen. And for some women, mm-hmm. it you can bounce back soon. And others, it just takes a long time. And it's hard to understand why. What is the difference mm-hmm. between you know, woman A and woman B? Why is she like having sex six weeks later? And the other one, it's a, it's a year before she feels comfortable enough to do it. So mm-hmm. that's super that you offer a product where we could do a little test to find out where the work has to take place so that you can mm-hmm. actually bounce back and have a normal sex life after a baby. Absolutely. That's just about right. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. I'm sitting here and I'm mm-hmm. listening to two educated, wonderful, beautiful women talking about this BWOM app, which seems like such a no-brainer to have that every woman should have just because um, sexual health and fitness and nutrition uh, is important and even take the sexual out but health fitness and nutrition is important what do you say to people who are who don't believe that your um, tests and your um, analysis and your results are going to do anything for them like this just seems like the, the the one app out there besides iTunes because you need your music, but that every woman should have. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, we, you know what? We haven't really had that challenged a lot. We obviously can't provide the in-depth analysis that a specialist, a physical therapist, specialist in public where we provide by visually being there and analyzing the situation. But we give them a pretty good overview of what's happening. So, so far, we have not received feedback from any of our over 200,000 users. Hey, this test did not do anything for me. They all usually gain a first level of awareness when they run the test, whether they have symptoms or not. They all learn about their bodies. They all learn about things they should be thinking about. They gain this proprioception level that they didn't have before where they start actually even exploring for the first time oh wait i'm gonna contract oh that's how it feels like oh i'm gonna now relax and hold for eight seconds and you just start seeing how your body reacts so not not many challenges in that area yet beautiful (laughs) that's amazing yeah i mean we our new website thesexylifestyle.com um is Uh all about giving credible information to people and mm-hmm. uh, your app seems like um, the place to go for credible information for people who need to know. So, you mm-hmm. know, the first thing I know I do and Carol does when something doesn't feel good. So let's say Carol has a pain in her pussy. She'll go on Google and say, <laughs> Google, I have a pain in my pussy on the left side. And you'll get 40,000 <laughs> results. And then you pick the first five on the first page who have better SEO than everything else. And that becomes gospel, <laughs> right? Exactly. But what a, a great uh, product that you have, uh, the BWOM app, to actually be um, the first go-to place for people to get information even before going to a doctor our medical systems are so overtaxed with people going in saying i don't know what's wrong can you look at me and here you get a little analysis and you get to try a couple of things and if it doesn't work of course you're going to tell people to go see a doctor 
But you know, yeah. our, our new website, we're gonna have like 500,000 to a million pieces of traffic a month. And it's all about sex and sexuality and sex education. And, and sexual uh, health. And sexual health, but credible information on sexual health. We have our whole mm -hmm. uh, Great Sex Academy where we're gonna have educators and your product's gonna be there and your blogs are gonna be in there to tell people the real information about what they're looking for and not just everything that's available out there on Google. And it's gonna be so cool when our site goes really live in September to put up your product and see how many people actually sign on above and beyond your 200,000 because our website's really about reach and we're gonna reach people in 60 to 100 countries and being an app, you can you can talk that's to amazing. anybody out there, right? And our, our website is free, and, and and that's why we're talking. And you know we're good friends with Dominic Caretzos, who's helping us with all this. There's Mafe, who's in Barcelona, who you know as well. And there's yes. just there's there's just going to be so many important educated people who have credible information to give out to people. And we're so looking forward to everybody joining us on this amazing journey. Absolutely, and I think that the work that you guys are doing is incredible. We've we've come out of a period of don't ask, don't tell when it comes to sex education, sexual health, and I don't think that's the right approach. Shutting things down is not gonna help anyone, and we need better resources like what you're building where people can go to and find reliable information and find other resources and things that they can actually utilize in the moment and start applying to their lives. I think we're already over the period of, oh, I cannot talk about it. Yeah. I, <laughs> Yeah, women are so sweet. Sometimes they come to me like, I have this problem. Maybe it's TMI. I'm like, I've heard it all. I, I really like, why? Why do we feel ashamed to talk about something that it's our experience, that it's our sexual life, that it's, you know, something that we could improve if we opened up about it? I just think that we all need to team up the way we're doing and really create this revolution. And I'm so happy that you're going to launch that platform that's going to reach so many countries because it's very needed. Yes, we're, we're all about the village. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's absolutely great. So let's just remind everybody that this is The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. And today we're talking with Estrella Jaramillo, co-founder of BWOM, a digital coach for women's health. And when we come back, we'll be looking into busting some myths about pelvic health. Now, a quick word from our sponsor. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle and we are Carol and David and we're having a great discussion with, with Estrella Jaramillo, who's the co-founder of BWOM, a digital coach for women's health. And now it's time for some sexy myth busting. And today we'll be talking all about pelvic health. 
On each show, we invite our sexpert guests to bust a few sexy fun myths that help us filter through some of that misinformation that we find out there on the internet, especially when it comes to the topics relating to sex and sexuality. Well, you two ladies have been doing great so far on the show. I've been sitting here nice and quiet. I'm going to let you keep going with these myths. You like this? Yeah. <laughs> okay, no problem. How about this one? Let's start with this first one. Myth number one, incontinence is normal part of aging. Yes, um, this is one of the biggest ones. I mean, there's some truth to it in terms of that, uh, you know, as we age, it's more likely to appear. It doesn't have to be. Let me just say this. The myth is that incontinence is not reversible, and that is not true. If it gets caught in time and there, and we work on it and do cable exercises and other forms of therapy to correct it, it can be reversed. Through our research, we've learned that uh, it happens a lot here in the United States that women are encouraged to wait until it gets very bad and it's chronic and then get a surgery. Surgeries that don't always have 100% of success rate. And so what we want to encourage women to think about is how can I start addressing this as it happens so that I can actually stop the symptom. It doesn't have to be like that. Not all women have to have incontinence as they grow older. That's great. I do have a question though. Is there something about menopause or the change in hormones that actually causes the pelvic floor to loosen or is that just age and the muscle just hasn't had enough exercise and now it's time to start exercising it? It is. It's both actually. It's it's related, um, you know, both with aging or muscle tone starts um be more difficult to keep and for women specifically after the transition to menopause um, we all know that any type of muscle is not as easy to tone as it was pre-menopause so that's why the sooner you start the better you're predispositioned to go through the transition afterwards yeah exactly okay here's another myth the pelvic floor dysfunction is strictly a woman's disorder Mm -hmm. It's not. Men have pelvic floors too, mm-hmm. and they can have disorders. And for them, it's really important because it's closely related to the to the uh, correct functioning of the prostate, and it also helps manage the erectile function. So very important too. The difference is that our pelvic floor goes usually through more trauma because we give birth, and that's the number one accelerator of pelvic floor dysfunction. But it's not exclusively something that affects women. Our app, we chose to focus it on women's health. That's our core. But there are amazing specialists out there also that work on helping men with their pelvic floor tail. Great. Cool. All right. Next myth. Your medical provider will be embarrassed if you bring up any (laughs) issues you're experiencing with incontinence, pelvic pain, or sexual dysfunction. Well, you know what? I say some won't. I mean, I'm, I'm saying most of them won't, but it is true that we've heard these stories. I mean, I can't say it's the first thing. It's the first time I, I hear it. I we like I said, we get a lot of feedback from our users, and I talk to a lot of women, and I know that that is something that some women experience that they try to bring it up, and they're you know, a little bit shut down, or they try to like make it seem less important. Oh, you know, it happens, and like moving on. My recommendation is find someone that you can openly talk to about all of the issues that you're experiencing. 
Yeah, that's very, very good advice and important for everyone to know that you should be able to talk to your provider about your medical provider about anything and not be shy or ashamed or anything. So just tell them, don't hold it back just because you think it might be trivial. You should definitely mention it. So here's Mm -hmm. another one. Myth number four, pelvic floor dysfunction is always associated with pelvic pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pelvic pain is, it's... um kind of like an overarching dysfunction um, that indicates that something's happening there. It's not always the way that pelvic floor dysfunction presents itself. Absolutely not. Uh, sometimes it's in the form only of incontinence. So of course, you know, when there's a dysfunction, there's different issues are might be happening at the same time, but it doesn't necessarily have to always be um, the case with pelvic pain. It's more complex than we think. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, I have the next one. Sex is uncomfortable during childbirth. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. During. Sex is, sex is, <laughs> yes. But they're very uncomfortable. In Madrid, right? I mean, <laughs> can you imagine? Okay. Sex is uncomfortable after childbirth. <laughs> um, absolutely. I mean, there is, uh, I mean, the area has been through major trauma and obviously, um, there's, there's, there's some healing that needs to happen and that healing takes time, it takes intention and it takes obviously as much help as you can get from your medical providers or apps like ours or others. Um, but it doesn't have to be like that after a while. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that um, you should go on about receiving sex in a careful way. It's a touchy experience. You need to be more gentle. You need to allow your body to experiment sex in a new way. But if after a while you still are experiencing pain, particularly when it comes to pain that makes it practically impossible for you to have penetration during sex, that is something that you should definitely consult with a specialist because it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah, absolutely. And what would you think would be like a normal recovery period, a few months? And then if it's still going on six months later, then there's definitely something wrong? No, it really depends on the person. And the latest, I was rereading yesterday one of the research studies that have been conducted on this specifically, which is actually available on WebMD. And I'm happy to share a link after if you want for your audience. Perfect. Over 70% of women report sexual pain during the first six months, and there's still a quarter of women postpartum that report some level of discomfort after 18 months, up to after 18 months, we're talking a year and a half. Um, It it depends. It really depends uh, on the person, on the recovery, on the type of birth, on the birth injuries that happened. It might take a little bit longer. You might have days where it feels great. And then suddenly, two weeks later, you're in a different position, in a different point of cycle. You're in a different position, and it hurts. It's really about being gentle and not thinking about it as a white or black type of issue is going to be a transition but there are many 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 ways in which you can spice up your sex life without you know only sticking to the basics and forcing your body to to go back to normal immediately so that i can have sex the way i used to well maybe you're gonna have to adjust at the beginning yeah absolutely i know by the way i've had three of them so i get it (laughs) Uh, and you know what's another myth there's Sorry. another myth that if you have a C-section, 
you're not going to have any pelvic floor dysfunction and you're not going to experience painful sex. And that is a very big myth because a lot of women, and there's already also studies, and I'm happy to share them, that C-sections also correlate with painful sex. At the end of the day, you're cutting through your abdominal wall. And like we were saying before, it's connected to your pelvic floor and you're cutting through your uterus. And that's something that then during penetrative sex is going to come up to Yeah, absolutely. Do we have time for one more? One more. Okay, here we go. You're, you're, you're really liking me. <laughs> because, you know, what? sometimes Carol and I have a fight and she walks out of the room. I don't have to follow her right away. I just have to follow her little drops from <laughs> as she's peeing as she runs away because <laughs> she, you, you need to try this. Well, you know, very often we're at nudist resorts because we're nudists and we love being, uh, you know, with our swinger friends and we, we love being nude. And um, sometimes if I'm drinking, you know, on the beach or something or do? at the pool and What'd then I start laughing, well, David just has to look down to see if I've peed on the floor. Yeah, not. but it's it's really not a big thing because Carol's known as a, as a big squirter, so everybody's just saying, "Oh, she's turned on and she just squirted." She's like, <laughs> "I think I need the Bwom app." That. Yes, exactly. You need to be our ambassador. This is amazing. Yeah. You told that story for us. So, that's just great. We'll be more than happy to become ambassadors. As, as, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So listen, here's the last myth. Kegels and pelvic health are only concerns for women who have been pregnant. Absolutely not. We all have to take care of our pelvic health. I, like I was mentioning before, it's, it guarantees that all of your pelvic organs are in place and function properly, and therefore it's relevant to all of us. And there's another thing that happens sometimes that people don't associate. In some cases, constipation is caused by a pelvic floor dysfunction. Oh. And no matter how much you change your diet, if you're not looking into your pelvic health, you might still keep being constipated. Um, and it's pretty common. We have some data from our users and we have over, I think it's over 65% of women in our app currently suffering some, you know, mild to severe constipation and improving your pelvic health and understanding how it works and how to relax, contract when and for what, it's really going to help with that. So definitely not just for after pregnancy, we should all take care of that area the same way we train our abdominals, we train our glutes to have a nice butt, you know, everything goes together. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Well, Estrella, thank you so much. That was amazing myth busting. You are definitely full of intelligence and <laughs> education. <laughs> this is a sexy lifestyle and we are Carol and David and today we're talking with Estrella Jaramillo, co-founder of BWOM, which is a digital coach for women's health. Coming up next is our favorite segment called Great Sex Matters, so stay tuned and we'll be right back after this. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throws of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. 
are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is A Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David, and we're talking with Estrella Jaramillo, the co-founder of BWOM, which is a digital coach for women's health. And now for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Great sex matters, and we all deserve it. And we're always talking about how to live happy, healthy, and horny. And we know how important these three aspects are when it comes to having great sex. So we need to be healthy happy and we need to be healthy in order to be horny. So when women can take control mm-hmm. of their own intimate health, they'll be able to experience great sex. Yeah, so great that, sex because great sex matters. <laughs> so, you know, when we um, when we use an app like yours, when you actually take control and do the things that we need to do for our own intimate um, sexual health and those kind of things that we can do on ourselves, it gives us an emotional uh, I guess, fortitude or, or empowerment. But when you're not in control, there are so many emotional tolls uh, when sexual issues come into play. So let's talk about that. I guess the benefits are being in control rather than just not having a, a, an intimate good health. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, everything we do is geared towards making women feel empower over their intimate health and their sexual lives. Um, a lot of women feel like after becoming mothers, for instance, they've experienced so many symptoms that they don't feel good about their bodies. They feel like their bodies are broken. This is the wording that we use, that we um, hear the most. And it doesn't have to be like that. Uh, women deserve to be able to take care of their sexual health after they become mothers. They're still sexual beings. There's this underlying belief that we really dislike in society at large that as women become mothers or grow older, they stop being sexual beings. And we really need to take a stance with this. And I think that giving women tools to feel good about themselves and say, hey, I, yes, I have three babies, but I'm still a sexy mama and I want to have a great sex life and I know what I need to do to get there. That's the greatest thing that we can do for future generations. I think that we've lived in a world where women were not supposed to be sexual at all after becoming mothers. And it's not necessary. Life's really long and you deserve to have a satisfactory life filled with pleasure. Yeah, and now the the BWOM app is really out there to help women feel better, to resolve or to find any sec- any health issues they might have. Now, as you know, we we're, we're getting more in depth in the conversation. We're starting to talk about the, the sexual aspect of a woman. So I'm gonna just take you out of your comfort zone about talking about BWOM, and I want your opinion on you know what are the health benefits of having a great sex life. There's so many. (laughs) Um, There's obviously the confidence aspect of it. It's just an empowered feeling when you are able to satisfy your needs and your partner's need, or not even your partner's. We also have some plans and recommendations where we just focus on the woman getting to know herself better and just um, experiencing that with herself. But also to increase your overall well-being and your psychological well-being and emotional well-being and your connection with your partner 
there's so many things, right? Um, one of the things that happen when women go on three years having a sexual dysfunction and they don't get a solution is that they sometimes grow distant from their partner. They feel like there's a big elephant in the room and things are not the same and being able to communicate about it, find a solution and feel sexy again and feel like you can have pleasure relations. I mean, it's just like an extreme boost to your happiness overall. Yeah, absolutely. And, and how good or how important it is, is it to have, I'm not talking about an orgasm a day, but just to have ah, regular orgasms. You know what? We try to always stay from the uh, perspective of building a healthy sexual life, whatever that means for you. There's people that need more frequency and they should go get that. And there's people that need maybe less frequency. We try also not to put a lot of pressure on the orgasm in itself, but the sexual experience and connection. Um, and just exploring all the other juicy things that happen before getting to the orgasm. And particularly with people that have experienced some pelvic trauma, just telling them that there are ways in which they can explore their sexuality without putting pressure in the penetration, reaching orgasm itself. I think it's an important conversation. I mean, I obviously love having orgasms. I think we all do. You guys do too. And probably everybody that's listening. <laughs> but your, but <laughs> your point yeah. is, is so, so right on point because everybody can have their own definition of sexuality. And uh -huh. um, for those people who are having pain or working their way through pain, sometimes yes. you know, just having their partner's hands massaging them or putting some candles in their room is those steps that they need to take forward before they even get the foreplay. This is pre-foreplay, but just getting their mind in a good place. You mentioned a couple of times earlier in the show about how important it is to get your mind focused on the important things and take out the busyness and all that stuff. And that mm -hmm. those, those steps are so important to getting to where, I mean, having an orgasm is a great feeling, but it, it doesn't happen overnight. And, you know, we talk about relationships being hard work, but once you go through a situation where it doesn't feel good anymore, you remember that pain versus remembering the nice pleasure you had before you had the pain. Exactly. Yeah, that's absolutely right. It's, it's about exploring all the different options and the wide variety of things that you can do to explore your sexuality as opposed to putting a lot of pressure on you need to get to an orgasm it's either all or nothing <laughs> no you're absolutely yeah. right and you know when you talked earlier that society at large uh, sorry tends to view um, women after they've had a baby mm -hmm. that they're no longer sexual beings or they're, they're not as sexy as they were prior you know you, you mm -hmm. also see comedy shows or whatever when a husband or a father has seen his his wife's body change uh, as the baby's coming out and then they you know now they're scared of that place it, I, what I want to say is that let's talk to the men out there and say you know you're the one who have to put your women back in that sexy moment you got to help them after the baby comes out or whatever's whatever issue they're getting through and make sure they understand that even if you're not having sex right now they're still sexy they're sexy beings whether you're having sex with them or not and treat them that way so they start feeling like that mm -hmm. and that kind of encouragement yeah. from the husband and I'm going to elaborate on that even more because it's not just after pregnancy women go through a lot more internal things <laughs> than guys do plain and simple right. mm -hmm. and, and when you do like you went through menopause mm -hmm. and you started getting drier mm -hmm. 
And as a, as a guy, as your partner, we have to work through these things together. So of course we started more lube and um, I couldn't just, you know, start and stick my cock into you. Like right away, we had to build it up and you had to get the blood flowing and the arousal and all that going and it takes a little bit longer. But you know, but some- you still made me feel very sexy while we're doing it. Not that I'm broken. I don't. That's what I kind of saying right, that the exactly. man should make sure that exactly. they encourage their woman that and let them know they aren't broken. They might be different. They might be changed, but certainly not broken. And if sex doesn't happen like spontaneously, right on the moment, well, it's okay. The guy has to get the fact that it takes a little bit more time to get the his partner warmed up it's like a car in the winter you got to warm it up you got (laughs) to scrape the windows you got to take the time massage it go in slowly and then it'll all come and and you know carol um it just takes her a little bit longer to get going to get um all the blood flowing and we still have amazing sex and we have lots of great sex it just takes a little longer and we have a good friend dragonfly who says when it comes to sex slow it down and if you think you're going Mm -hmm. slow go even slower and that'll make you have great sex that'll help you yeah for sure. that's that's such a great point absolutely yeah it's about not being so attached to the way that we've been told by the media right. or i'm not very sure what the things need to happen and the order that they should happen on and how it should end but more like as you were saying, just stop to see, communicate with your partner. Communication is just such an important component. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So I think it's time now for some real advice. So let's say to summarize, what would you say are the two most important reasons for a woman to be in charge of her own intimate health? So um, I say number one is to understand our bodies and to build a good relationship with our own body instead of, you know, sometimes we tend to be over-perfectionists and particularly after some of those big transformation that uh, David was mentioning before, we tend to kind of like hate it because it's not how it was before. So let's understand each transition, what it comes with, and then... And just to be in charge of our own health and our sexual experience and understand everything that's going on. And then secondly, once you have this information and this understanding and this love for your body at different stages of your life, whatever those changes are, you can actually make informed decisions about your health. You can advocate for your health you can look for the solutions that you need you can aim to improve one area or the other so understanding your body and making decisions based on that i think that takes you to a place where you can really capitalize on your health and and live a much successful life fantastic what a great show estrella thank you so much for being here sharing your education your stories your information why don't you just take a minute now and tell everybody um, how they can uh, download BWOM or how they can get information or reach out to you. Absolutely. So for the app, you just have to go to the app store. We have the app on iOS and Android, Spanish and English. Just download it, take the test. It's for free. And then check out what you find out and start doing your exercises and following the recommendations. And you can also check out our website if you want some prior information. It's www.b-wom.com. You'll find a lot of interesting content there. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. 
Absolutely. Thanks to you guys for having me. It was great. It was a lot of fun. It sure was. absolutely was. So, you know, we're learning more and more every week with all our fantastic sexpert guests, and we hope you do too. Remember, great sex matters. And you deserve it. And we encourage every couple to make a point to learn more about sex and sexuality and all the different ways to spice up your sex life. To find out more, you can go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, the Carol and David page to see all our ama- amazing sexpert guests. Click on their link and contact Contact them if you need more advice. Well, that's it for our show today. A special thanks to our special guest, Estrella from BWOM, and especially to you for listening. And remember to sign up on sdc.com if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy people and to find out where the events are happening near you. You can use promo code 30314 for the first month free. So check it out. We have some big trips coming up. We're going to be at the Sex Expo in Brooklyn, New York, September 22nd to 23rd. And then we're going to be heading to Hedonism 2 for Young Swingers Week, October 20th to 27th on beautiful Negril Beach. And in December, we'll be on the SDC Cuban cruise, leaving from Miami on board the luxury boutique cruise ship to Cuba from December 4 to 11. And then in May, we're going to be with SDC again, who's hosting an amazing hotel takeover, the Super Sex Experience, at a brand new hotel in Cancun, Mexico. And of course, we must remind everyone about Naughty New Orleans 2019. You Go can book there or for more information about these trips or anything else, you can visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com or send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. And you can join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex and sexuality in all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 